This podcast is a 2020 Pod Roger production. The Trainer's Edge is supported by GrowSites. Affordable, beautiful, professional websites, customized to your specific needs. To see how you can grow your project visit GrowSites. G-R-O-W-S-I-T-E-S. Welcome to The Trainer's Edge, Episode 3. Soft solutions for the hard parts. I'm Graham Giblin. So you're all report up with the student group and ready to go. But before we get to that, let's talk about things you have to be ready for before you drop the flag. You've got the rapport, but there are often students in the group who can become a bit difficult or disruptive. Some might be a bit ego-driven, not liking anyone else to be the boss a bit like an adolescent chimpanzee who wants to take on the group leader, people who don't want to be there or were forced to be there. You might have noticed the signs when you were having them introduce themselves to the group. I've only had one really disruptive student. He was resentful. He had an agenda. Things should be the way they used to be. And he was trying to get confederates in the group, get others to agree with him. If I'd let him get away with it, it would have been all over. I used all the skills I had at the time, some of which were a mistake, or what I like to call a learning opportunity. A few tips what not to do. One, don't get drawn in. Two, don't get angry. Three, don't engage. Four, don't argue. And five, don't address the issues, only the behavior. Some of the things you can do are, surprise, surprise, Ask open questions that don't validate or invalidate their point of view and listen to the answers. Reply with, so what you're saying is, whatever, "Uh uh-huh, and eventually, was there anything else? If there are reasonable requests, you can maybe say things like, we can have a look at that. You can offer to release them from the course or you can suggest they remain in the course for the rest of the day and offer to release them if they're still not happy. But all the time, you have to be the one controlling the conversation. In the case of my guy, I tried hard, but he wasn't listening. I took advice from my manager as she took him out of the course. A few days later, he began physically threatening staff and he was removed from the building. It's pretty sad, but even if I'd had all the positive skills then, it wouldn't have ended any other way and could have been worse. So one day you might have to remove someone, but more likely, I hope, you'll get through your career without having to deal with someone like that. For less aggressive students, I find the best thing is to ask them to help in some way. In the junior soccer community in my area, they were concerned about the over-enthusiastic parents, fathers and mothers, running up and down the sidelines shouting, sometimes shouting obscenities, screaming at their kids and at the ref. The district committee decided they needed people to control this poor behaviour. So what did they do? They asked those obnoxious parents to supervise the sidelines and deal with inappropriate behaviour. It worked like a dream. So you can ask a troubling student to help other students with their work or to do some activity that helps you. Here's something I've learned over the years. Sometimes we see a student with wrong ideas who doesn't seem to be getting the learning. So we tell them they're wrong 
and tell them they should come over here to our right way of thinking. When we stand over here, metaphorically speaking, knowing everything, you know, because we're the experts, we see the student or our friend or someone with different political views, we see them over there in their zone of ignorance. So what do we do? We tell them to come over here to our house of knowledge and wisdom. No one is ever going to do that. You know, you wouldn't do that if someone said that to you. You'd dig your heels in. But this is what people do all the time, all the time. You see it in politics, in climate change arguments, at work, in training and education. If you try to drag unwilling people away from their place with their familiar views over to your place with your unfamiliar views, they'll resist. Now you're getting frustrated and you're getting angry and you think the other person is a pig-headed, ignorant idiot. And that doesn't work either because they're not budging anyway. So don't do that. Don't stand over here and tell someone over there to come over to your palace of righteousness. But what can you do? You can walk over to their place. Ask them about their place. Look at their view and see what they like about it. Look around their spot. Get an understanding of their position. See and feel and learn what it's like to be them in their world. Share about what it's like to be over where you come from. Share the similarities, the benefits, so they can see it might be a safe place, an interesting place, and not all that different from theirs. See where the common ground is, the fundamental things you agree on. And as you slowly begin to understand each other, begin slowly walking towards your spot. They'll usually begin to walk with you. And you'll usually learn something. What if you have restless students? Why are they restless? Check in. Is it because they're ahead of the curve or trailing behind? If you've got one of each, it's easy. Have one help the other. Make sure it works the right way round. You can move people around so that they're working next to someone who can help or someone who needs help or move them away from someone who's disrupting them. For students who find it too easy, give them more and more challenging tasks. For the ones who are struggling and look like giving up, you might move them closer to you so you can easily help a little more. Confused students and future pacing. One day, actually day one, in the training room, I had a brainwave and I gave it a whirl. I knew that when I've been a student or if I've just been trying to learn something new at home, I've found myself confused and frustrated and wondering whether I really wanted to continue and whether the effort was worth it. So what I did early on the first day of this course was to tell the class, sometime during the training you're going to feel confused. Perfect. When you're confused, that's when you start to notice everything beginning to slide into place and make sense. Later on in the training, looking around the class, I could see that a good proportion of the students were confused, a little confused, somewhat confused, or very confused. So I stopped the training at a good moment and asked, so who's confused? Just about every hand went up. So I said, remember on day one I told you that you'd get confused sometime during the training? This is that moment. So if you're confused now, that's perfect. Well done. 
and that means it all gets better from here. And they kind of smiled, and it all got better from there. My idea was a hunch, but it worked. And later, I discovered there was support for this from Wired magazine. Rhett Allen says, The path of learning goes through the swamp of confusion. Suppose you're in a class and you're confused. This is good. If you are not confused, you are not going through the learning process. How he puts it is, you can't get to the mountain peak of understanding without going through the swamp. This is an example of future pacing where you tell the group what to expect and then tell them when they've arrived. So they have that sense of achievement. The beauty of confusion pacing is that the students feel as if they've really achieved something, even though what they've achieved is confusion. So that's it for this episode. Feel free to share your own insights in comments on the episode page. The next episode is coaching and the pumpkin principle. That's all about, no, I won't insult you by explaining what it's about. And the pumpkin principle is secret until then. I'll see you soon. This podcast was a 2020 Pod Roger production. This podcast is supported by GrowSites. Affordable, beautiful, professional websites, tailored to your specific needs. To see how you can grow your projects, visit GrowSites. G-R-O-W-S-I-T.es. Music from filmmusic.io. Schools out by Sasha Enday. www.sasha-enday.de. License CCBY Creative Commons.org slash licenses slash BY slash 4.0.